Hello and welcome to Whispering Moon Tarot. This is the Leo season read. Hi everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Leo is a great season. Um, I I had this talk. It was a show that got shelved, but I talked about the energy of Leo season, and so I'm going to try to see if I can recreate that in this one. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, a lot of people were talking about, uh, you know, feeling very fatigued. Um, you know, they were complaining about just different, you know, um, ailments and things like that. Um, and I want to remind everybody, you know, they blame, you know, oh, the moon and the eclipse. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on around us. Um, and for those that believe in it, you know, um, it does give you greater insight into why you're feeling certain ways when you're feeling it. For my skeptics, which I don't know why I have any skeptics listening, but for my skeptics, I, you know, I, I am skeptical myself. Um, you know, I was raised, uh, it's such a, it, you know, I have a very religious family, and so that kind of puts that, you know, um, template on there. But then my father, being a physician, you know, uh, you know, especially a radiologist, which I don't think people really realize, um, you know, some guy reading the x-rays, but that is really where your diagnosis comes from. Um, and there is a process of elimination that every doctor goes through uh, when they're trying to figure out what the fuck you know, is wrong with you, right? Um, so there's a very scientific method uh, that I was taught by my father. So like, you know, I do, um, I do have my own struggle and skepticism when it comes, uh, when it comes to things like this. But because of that is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably typically one of the, um, you know, there you meet seekers they you know you seek out deeper meaning and things and to do that you kind of have to suspend disbelief um and in that way you know you may find other answers you know when you are so rigid um you know you can't bend enough to see around the obstacle that you're dealing with therefore leaving you with less views right of a situation and that again anytime you can take something and look at it from every direction that you possibly can um you gain greater insight on that particular issue or that particular pattern or you know whatever it is and a lot of science is about um really truthfully is about identifying patterns i mean we do this every day in math um, gosh, even our language and different type of types of poetry, rhythm and patterns, these all, uh, the, they do amazing things. First and foremost, it's our ability to recognize a pattern that makes us intelligent. You know, we have all this talk about, um, you know, breaking generational curses and you can be like, oh my God, you know, so, no, what you're talking about is breaking uh, negative patterns that have been passed down from generation to generation because someone got hurt way back when, and right? And shit rolls downhill, and eye for an eye, uh, 
you know, kind of mentality. And that's, you know, when we talk about, you know, determining that there's a pattern, once you do that, then you can set into motion to change that pattern or to adjust it. Or again, to recognize, once you recognize it, then you can deal with it. Again, identification is another really important aspect of the scientific theory. You know what I mean? So it's besides just the basic questions, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like uh, for many theologians, for many philosophers, for many seekers of knowledge, what it comes down to is there are so many unanswered questions. And sometimes you have to think a little bit differently um, to suspend disbelief, right? And look for the pattern. Now, again, you know, I always come back to uh, gravity. Whenever I'm like, this shit's stupid, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, but gravity. And, and then magnetism. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, the weak forces. It's so funny that we consider these weak forces. Yes, yet they're the most important forces in all of the universe. What holds all this together? You know what I mean? If it weren't for the counterweight that is Jupiter, right where it is, um, you know, protecting all of the inner planets in so many ways, um, even our moon being very protective in its way that it surrounds us, you know what I mean? The moon, you look at the way, at all the hits the moon's taken, you know what I mean? It's amazing. Um, Again, these forces have effect on us. Whether we want to admit it or not, we're all made of the same atoms, the same elements as everything that is around us, as everything that's inside of a star. I love that stardust. So romantic, but it's true. The elements within your body, you know, are were created... Um, an amazing heat over God only knows, right? And then some kind of major fucking explosion to blow that debris that turns into you, right? It is. I mean, it's incredible. Like when you really think about the whole, it's incredible. But back to the whole point of, you know, people identifying that they're feeling different than normal and they having trouble identifying why. Um, well, my activity hasn't changed. I don't need this and blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I'm feeling more fatigued right now or I feel fatigued at this time of year. Now, for someone with post-traumatic stress, w you know, one of the things that is important to understanding what your body is going through is knowing that your body has its own rhythm, its own calendar, and its own, um, it can run without your consciousness. Like, your consciousness has nothing to do with your body. It does. I mean, your consciousness takes and does and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But you can be laying in a bed with a feeding tube <laughs> and no consciousness. And your body's going to just keep on keeping on for however long it wants to, right? So there is this aspect, especially like, again, with PTSD, we understand that our bodies are going through different phases throughout the year and they are going to be at like a higher trigger rate um, during, again, anniversaries and, 
you know, uh, certain stimulus that reminds you of uh, whatever events you've gone through that you're dealing with. You know, these, again, understanding, you know, that, okay, this time of year, I'm going to feel a little bit more, you know, like it's going to take me a little bit more work to maintain my needs right now because, right? But the same thing happens even if you don't have the excuse, <laughs> you know, of something shitty happened this time of year and, you know, uh, you know, my body's dealing with it right now, right? There's the other aspect of what's coming in externally. And during Leo season, this is a heightened solar um, activity, f especially for the Northern Hemisphere. We are receiving more sunlight. We are receiving more radiation. Um, there are disturbances in our magnetic field around the world. There's different little blips that are happening. And if you think that these things don't affect you or affect your emotional body, again, that to me, again, shows like another... It, it, to me, it communicates unconnectedness with your environment and with yourself. Like when you can see the patterns within you and the patterns of the seasons and how those seasons affect. I mean, anybody who struggles with SADS understands what uh, February means in the Northern Hemisphere. You know, besides your own basic depression that you may or may not be struggling with, on top of it, you're going to feel depressed just because you have a lack of vitamin D in the radiation. And, you know, our body's chemical reactions, especially with melatonin and serotonin, um, there is a light aspect of turning that energy on and turning those receptors in your brain on that make you feel happy. Like there is a whole chemical component to you and to your body and to your emotions and your body is much more connected to your emotions than your mind is in so many ways like I said I like to come back I, <clears throat> I know it's whatever you make whatever opinion you want on this theory but there are I mean there are three parts of you if, if Christianity got anything right it was the Trinity but the Trinity again is about you your soul, your Holy Spirit, right? Your body, Jesus Christ, right? Uh, and then your mind, God, ego, consciousness. Freud had the same fucking deal, right? The id, the ego, the superego. Um, again, there are these splits in you and when people talk about alignment, get into align, get into alignment with your purpose, get into alignment with spirit, blah, 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 blah. What they're saying is get in line with yourself. Make sure that what your body and your soul, which is also your emotional self, and your consciousness all agree that what you're doing is what you should be doing. If there is any disconnect, that is when you're going to struggle with feeling like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or you're going to struggle with more depression or you're going to struggle with more fatigue. That whole work smarter, not harder bit, this is about alignment. So anyway, Leo season is, again, a very strong 
solar time for us. What does this mean? Well, there you personally, I am more energized in this season. I know I've heard a lot of people talk about fatigue. I I fatigue at the end of the year, but that's where most of my uh, that's where most of my anniversaries occur. So, you know, like anything that's super upsetting to me happens more in the holiday season. So like for me, I'm on this other end where this is my good season. And for a lot of people, especially fire signs in general and wind signs, this is a really good time of year for us. Um, With Leo isn't, you know, we're talking about the sun itself. That is the planet. And that is so like there is a whole like ego aspect. to Leo. Leo's uh, house is the fifth house, which is all about creativity and performance, romance, love, affairs, plays, fertility, joy, self-expression, children. And there is a regalness. All eyes on me, right? There is a drama. This is about creation, procreation, and recreation. Leos are known to be loyal, tolerant, fearless, magnetic, but also gullible, hot-headed, sensitive, and arrogant. Leo will always risk it, especially if it goes along with their ego, right? Um, there's a lot of hero energy in Leo. You know what I mean? There's a lot of get up and get it done. Um, in the tarot, the Leo card is the strength card, or the sun, both... both are Leo cards, which means, you know, courage and self-discipline, bravery and determination. Uh, a, a, a matured Leo will know how to maintain composure. Um, they won't show any vulnerability. They don't feed the fear. Anybody who is, um, again, a mature Leo sign, um, they won't get upset easy. Uh, that is their lesson. How to tame the lion within. For the body, Leo is the heart and spine. It's your heart and it's your fucking backbone. It's your whole cardiac system. So here we are at the season. That is all about your heart chakra. And asking you, where's your backbone? Right? Makes me think of that song. Where's your backbone, brother? I might listen to that forever. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, let me get back to where I was going. So, again, this is a great time of year for my creatives. Everybody's creative. Just have, if you're not, you just haven't found what it is that uh, you can create. So this is a wonderful time because you have this the full solar power behind you, um, especially for, again, my air signs and my fire signs in particular. This is the time to begin a project, to announce a project, to launch a project. Uh, any kind of endeavor, whether it be entrepreneurial business or some kind of art or uh, creating some kind of leisure activity. These are all in this time period and it's great. The universe is behind you with whatever you want to create right now. 
all you have to have is yourself under control and the determination to work at it. Okay. Let's do a little general reading for my collective for Leo season. It looks it need, it looks like we need to look at the map and make a choice. <laughs> yeah, you know, just <laughs> we're sitting over here. I don't know what did blah blah blah. We should do this, we should do that. But sometimes I, it, it it is amazing and I do this. I do this like anytime I'm like planning something or like I'll get an idea like uh for example uh, I saw this article on Facebook that was about all the great swimming quarries in Ohio. I was like, oh, that sounds like fucking, it's like a fun afternoon. Go swim in a quarry. And they're super cheap. Like a lot of times you can go swim in a quarry for like five bucks and shit like that. You know what I mean? And so I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I want to check out some quarries because I, m lots of quarries are normally spring fed. So the water's really pure. And like, you know, like there's part of me that's like, I don't want to go swim in in the reservoirs around here. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't. Uh, you know, but, um, but there's a part of me that's like uh, a spring fed quarry though is different. It's different than, you know, um, there's just so much, and I don't want to go into it. <laughs> um, but, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So, okay. So I read this article and I'm like, Oh, and so I was like, you know, thinking, you know, I'm like, well, okay, let's check this out. So I go and I search all of them because I'm like, where are they in Ohio? Then they're all up by fucking Toledo. So I'm like, now I got to Like, if I want to go swimming in a, in a proper quarry, I have to, uh, I have to go visit my friends in Toledo. I have a lot of great friends in Toledo. <laughs> so I think there's like a trip to Toledo coming soon. And so, um, like, that's, like, again, you know, the inspiration point for me was, oh, my God, there's a sweet look at all the quarries in Ohio. That's awesome to go swimming in a quarry. Like, that's what I'm, like, that. that is the starting point, right? You know, and then before you know it, it's like, well, because I had to go look at the map, see where all this shit is, it helped me make the choice. Like, if you're having a difficult time making the choice, go look at the map. I can't tell you, and I don't know, maybe this is a different, like, I'm, you know, I'm Gen X. Like, I'm right at the end of Gen X. I have older siblings. Like, I was the youngest of my family group. So my siblings, you know, were 10 years. My eldest sister is 10 years older than me, all right? So, um, so like, I have, even though I was born on the end of Gen X, I really have a strong Gen X background because, again, I was looking at my older siblings. Um, you know, it was, you know, you get that, um, I call it the influence right and so like my generation like you had a map or you followed the signs okay like we're going to blossom we're going to a concert does anybody remember is it off of 77 or off of route 8 it's like always that was always the thing like which fucking one what is you go up 77 you're like oh fuck we just wasn't it so we turn around you go back to route 8 and you find it off of route 8 because the signs are off of route 8 not you know what i mean if you're local you understand that moment if you're older again like my generation got in the car and was like okay i know cleveland's north right 
or I know Pittsburgh is off, you know, is uh, if I just get on the highway over here, it just out hit me into Pittsburgh, right? So, like, our generation was much more of, like, let's just get in the car and figure it out. We'll stop at a gas station when we get there and find out. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in a car, and the only direction I had was, okay, I know that this main highway gets us there. And then when we get there, we'll get off and ask for directions. You know what I mean? Like, or look at a map when we get there, you know? Um nowadays everybody's gps they put in the address and then they just follow the directions they never like take a real good look at the map what else is around what else is around there what are all the things you know what i mean like you when you study a map when you look at a map you you have access to the entire area it gives you the the big picture gives you the view you know what I mean? And like I said, like once I backed up and looked at all these quarries, it's like, well, you know, here's a list. I think there was like six of them. And I feel like five of them were all up between Sandusky and Toledo, which makes sense. There's a lot of quarry. Up. There's there's a lot of um, mining or, you know, rock quarries up that way. We got, uh, what is it? Um, is it the limestone? I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah, I think they're limestone quarries. Are they? I don't know. Or granite. I don't know. I have to go. Now, see, now I am going to have to go Google that. <laughs> what kind of rock quarries those all are. Anyway, they were just making gravel, let's say. Um, but that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Like, take your inspiration point and then go, like, find a map about it. I don't know. Like... But I don't, it's not about going somewhere. Well, still, there's still a map somewhere about what it is you want to do. I mean, you can Google, like, let's say you want to become um, a glass artist, right? You can go find a list of the steps to become a glass artist. You'll find a list to the items that you need to become a glass artist. You go and you go Google search horrible cuts that come from being a glass artist. <laughs> and what's the best gloves? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then you finally get a full picture of it, it of what it is you want to do. And then it's like, okay, well, here we go. What's the cost? What's the reward? How much time? You know what I mean? Uh, are there any groups I can go to to learn from other experienced artists? Blah, 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 blah. Again, getting yourself fully aware. And a lot of times we get so afraid to start anything because we don't feel like we can do it. Well, again, the best way to overcome any fear, and again, Leos can overcome this fear. Well, what's the best way to overcome fear? Oh, sorry. Card fell. It's to learn about it. It's to do the research. Okay. Let's see what the tarot says. This is a different deck than I normally use for uh, reading tarot um, for the show. So we'll throw out a few and see if there's a message again. Yeah, go, go look at a map and make a decision. You know, that is one great thing about Google. You know, my, 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 phone, my phone is just full of like lists of the shit like that, <laughs> best quarries. And then like I have another list that's like all the best like 
like drive-in like diner places that are like you know you can get like you know good like greasy fucking food and shit so it's like I was, can i can i combine these two <laughs> make something happen right i don't know but that's the whole point like what is it that you want to do well if you're not sure go look at a map and that will help you make a decision in some way Like I am, I'm gonna try to take Winston up to, uh, I like to go to caves. Okay, personally, I like caves, uh, caverns. Um, I, I've always liked them. I've been to some amazing, uh, amazing caverns out west, uh, in the Appalachia. Like I love, I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite places. <laughs> so I wanted to start this, um, my stomach and my son um i want to start this uh a tradition where we try to go uh we try to go to a cave or a cavern cavern in august every year so i got this place planned for us uh it's north of us it's a decent drive but i think it'll be fun and there's like some cool there's some cool shit to do around it and then you know, and then I'll pick out a place for us to eat someplace, like, local that has... You know what I mean? Like, make it a fucking experience. You know what I mean? Um, anyway. I just love, like, I love going underground. It's so fucking cool. It's, like, scary, too. Like, when you get, like, a mile underground, there is, like, this whole, like... Like, people get... <laughs> Like there's, there should be equal amount of fear, like a jumping out of an airplane or standing up on somewhere real high that there is being in the ground, you know, like every time I'm like in those places, first off, like that you can't, the air is so different. The air inside a cavern is so different. It's got that like just real damp. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I've always just like thought they were fucking cool. I forget. Oh, was it? Oh, was it? Was it, fuck, what was it? I feel like it was Laurel Cave in Virginia. I think. Okay, so down there in their cave. Oh my God. Someone made an organ out of the stalactites or whatever. Whatever was down there. They made like this fucking, there is this fucking, <laughs> it's this organ in the, I think it's in Virginia. I think it's that one. Oh, it is so fucking cool. It is so fucking cool. I'm pretty sure. It's like near Natural Bridge and shit like that. It's in, what is that? I have to look it up. I have to go look at the map now. I have to go look, <laughs> go look at it. But like there's like, oh, there's just so many cool, like just to go underground. I don't know why I love it. I fucking love it. Anyway, Winston thinks it's cool too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a tradition out of it. You know what I mean? And try to do that. And when he looks back on his childhood, he'll be like, "Well, I don't know what it was when my mom took me to a cave." <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anyway, what is this shit? What is this shit? Oh. What is this shit? Just looking at the cards. What is this shit? 
It looks like the X. We got an X energy here. We got an X narcissist energy here. Sorry, we all like I listen. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Playing with other kids, so it's like hmm. is he being shitty or someone being shitty to him. That's what I'm trying to decide. All right. Anyway, deal with it later. We sit down at meal times. Like, what happened in the video game? What's going? <laughs> Try to get a full report on his other life that's happening on Fortnite. I got this ex, possibly gaslighting, possible narcissist here. With the chariot and the 10 of pentacles. Right into death, right into the queen of swords, right into lover's knight of wands. This might be speaking to your to uh, listeners' uh, personal situation here, because this is heartbreaking. On the bottom of the deck is this is speaking to some heartbreak, and this is so sad. This particular deck. That's probably why I don't fucking use this deck. I bought this deck because it's got lots of birds in it. I like birds. Um. <laughs> It's, kind of, it's one of my private decks, but it's like all, it's filled with beautiful animals and birds and stuff like that. And also the moon card and it is incredibly beautiful. So I bought this deck just because of a few of its cards. But anyway, um, in the bird theme, anyway, on the bottom of the deck is the three of swords and it's like three swords within a bird, which is sad. Um, and it's a beautiful song bird. Um, kind of looks like a robin, but a little bit small. Anyway, it's got three swords and it's stuck in its belly, stuck in its belly. So this, this, what I'm about to say has to do with heartbreak and it has to do with your ex. Again, you like creating some kind of, I don't, some kind of manipulation here again to move. It looks like this ex is manipulating. This feels like path reading past. This ex manipulated some kind of movement, or maybe even a car. <laughs> I don't know. It is a chariot, so this, I could be talking about a car right now, or I could be talking about a big move, or I could be talking. Um, Hold on, I'm getting clarity. Give me a second. Excuse me, that's the Six of Swords. But I have to read it as manipulation because that's what I read at first. So again, it feels like this ex tried to manipulate you into moving into some kind of situation here. 
Um, I don't know if it was to manipulate you into having a family so that they could have money. Um, this particular family card, uh, again, it's the Ten of Pentacles. So, you know, this is about family, legacy, longevity, inheritance, um, stability. But it looks like whatever happened here was some kind of manipulation. Ultimately, that had to do with the family and death. Like those two, two cards, the Ten of Pentacles and Death, that I would read that combo, you know, again, as like some kind of inheritance kind of energy. I did, what was it like? Oh, I'm not going into economics right now. Um... It looks like this created uh, a boundary. I don't know if it's telling you that. <sighs> it's about heartbreak. You know, maybe it's realizing that someone didn't love you, but they, they pretended for other reasons. You know, um, I don't know why, I don't know why it's talking about them moving the family and that being the manipulation. This death card here is what's fucking with me. Let me throw a clarifier. Because it looks like all the Queen of Swords was all she... The, the choice of this Queen of Swords energy, uh, this bitch, I guess, um, her choice was in sex. But I don't know if now she feels trapped... This heartbreak, there's someone trapped, there's like a, a total trapped in their head at home when it comes to Ten of Pentacles and the Death card. So this subject matter, I, I feel like it's because of this generalness of this reading, um, you know, this could be, um, you know, it could be a wider view. So it might be why I'm having a difficult time pulling out. Again, I, this card deck, I'm not completely comfortable with it's got a different energy it's got a little bit different vibe to it um it's just heartbreaking it's like i just keep coming back to this one card it it, it is sad um <clears throat> It is sad when you find out the real reason someone likes you or loves you or pretended to be in a relationship with you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, when someone put on a show, right? Again, back to the Leo. Leo will put on a show. That makes sure, like, there's half ego in it and half, you know, putting on a show, right? Um, 
I've I've actually dated lots of Leos. Um, you know, and there is a showman aspect to it. So um, they, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Not that it feels hollow because everything a Leo does is for real, you know, but um, there is an aspect that, you know, they'll do it for the real reasons, but there is a whole nother level of reasons. And it uh, it can be heartbreaking when you like look at all the reasons that they care about you and you find out the strongest ones are why. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's a whole different aspect um, when you're talking about showmans because, again, they can, uh, you know, mislead you. Again, especially when you're dealing with narcissists, you know, it's all about the misdirect. It's all about misleading you one way and going the other way. It looks like someone thought it was about the passion and maybe it wasn't. That's why you use your discernment. I don't know. I don't know if that helped anybody. I don't even fucking know felt like an off reading <laughs> maybe I won't use those fuck I just need to start using those cards personally they have a darker feel to it like I said I don't like that dead birdie card I really bothers me <laughs> anyway why am I like I just my energy totally got zapped from that I I don't know about this deck. I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to use it again. I'm not sure. I, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking deck. It's gold fucking leafed. Or, you know, uh, edges. It's a beautiful deck. Like, seriously. I'm like, what is wrong with this deck? Again, there's some... There's. It's saying that there's just a stubbornness when it comes to this energy. Like, this kind of energy isn't going to hold its line the whole time. You know what I mean? But then you're going to find out later. It's just fucking heartbreaking. Sorry, I'm like lost in my mind about this deck. I need to study it more because it's just, I don't know. Study that deck. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Activation. Sorry, this Leo fucking read is losing energy. It's not very Leo y. I need to like back, you know, get my energy back up. Da da. Here, magic, Leo. <laughs> Realizations. The frequency of realization supports the internal process of becoming aware of our heart-centered truth as well as the external process of becoming our highest expression in this world. Uh, these are my activation cards. You guys know how I like them. I haven't read them in a while, so I thought this is a good time to start uh, doing activations again. Realization happens on many different levels. Eter uh, internally, we realize something when... 
we become aware of that something as a fact. Externally, we realize something when we achieve or fulfill a dream or a desire. On a spiritual level, we refer to the self-realization when we are able to unite body, mind, spirit, and soul to step into our fullest, most authentic expression of who we really are. Winston's going to be busting in here. I think he's looking for me. The center of this activation draws us into an infinite inward journey through the layers of our awareness. The green indicates the presence of the heart, which provides the wisdom and stability needed on this frequent, frequently trippy path. The rich, bright blue colors of the outer circles represents the ability and desires to express ourselves and to be realized in the outer world. The water represents emotional calm and the heart's guidance system. And the orange and yellow stand for expression, creativity, and self-awareness. Close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. Do you realize the magnificence of who you are and the scale of what you can create while you are here in, the, in this body? This realization or belief that you are an expression of the creative source makes you a powerful manifester. What is it that you want to accomplish? Yeah. Look at the map. Where is it that you want to go? What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that means so much to you? What can't you live without? What can you live without? Right? I like this deck, but I don't know. It's be it's a beautiful fucking deck. It is beautiful. It's just got a really weird vibe to it. <laughs> birds are really sad in a lot of them too. Maybe I just don't like seeing sad birds. <laughs> They're going on a sniper mission, I guess. <laughs> All right. I, uh, again, uh, I don't like how this is ending. Personally, I feel like I'm having to redo this, but I'll listen back. It'll be okay. I don't think it was good enough for Leo. <laughs> Seriously, what's going on in my head right now? All my Leos that are listening are like, that was not good enough. Yeah. And you still appreciated it, I know. The first half was excellent, but I, you know, <laughs> I lost steam there. Leo would have pulled that all the way out to the end, right? All right. Uh, happy birthday, Leos. Uh, it's all about you. We all know it. <sighs> do enjoy my Leo friends though. I don't have as many as I used to, which is good because they're really self-centered, but they're really sweet. Like it's a, it's, it's a, it's again, like it's weird, you know, but then again, like once a Leo has you, they don't care. 
You don't care anymore. They got you. Like the the thrill of the hunt is over. You know. And that's the only thing you really got to be careful about with a Leo. They're always going to be looking out for their next supper. You know what I mean? Their next prey, their next uh, conquest. You know, that is the only uh, downside to the Leo. But while you're in their sun, it does feel nice. It does feel warm. And they are very caring, compassionate, and loving people. So... Um, you know, if you're going after a Leo, just make sure they're a matured one. You know what I mean? You don't want one of them hot-tempered Leos. They thumb fuckers fly off the handle. The next worst sign would be the Aries followed by the Sagittarius. All fire signs, all known to fly off their fucking handle. Um, again, Aries, Aries, uh handle is a little more like out of all of the fire signs cutting loose on someone the Aries is the most scary like even Sagittarius and Leos are going to stand back a little bit from the Aries because them fuckers are not going to stop like a Leo and a Sagittarius are even in their fiercest moment are still in control to the point that they can stop themselves from making horrible decisions a lot of times Leo a little less. But Aries pushed to the fucking brink. They are going to, if you push an Aries to the brink, they're going to jump off of it and be like, fuck you. You know what I mean? So you don't push an Aries. Leo will turn around and fucking eat you. And a Sagittarius is going to just step to the side and let you fucking fuck up yourself. You know? That's how fire signs roll. At least in my, in my experience. Anyway, I'm done now. Again, now, I don't know if this is just the Leo season. It's time time to take a rest. The lions like, you know, expel all that energy, and then they're going to go take a, ta a cat nap in the shade, right? All right. Well, channel your inner lion during this month. Even if you're not a Leo, this time of month, we all get Leo vibes. So, again, go, you know go out and show off you know what I mean um get a new profile pick up you know um go out get some sun go to a quarry go swimming right uh go do some something you know to mark uh, the summer of 2021 is done all right because it's gonna end real quick I'm telling you guys the summer's fucking over Like, I'm already, like, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> Back to school. Got this, got that. Make all these fucking appointments for shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm already, like, summer's over. Summer's over. Fuck. All right. I'm done. I don't know what is coming uh, for next week. Um, hopefully on Friday I got new love notes and sex tarot recorded what is coming on Sunday's show I don't know um I may kind of drop it for a while I don't know I've been thinking about it I may only do like an every other Sunday release now and just come out and have something you know have something you know sex or love every Friday and then I you know I might take it easy here I don't know I gotta rework shit so there you go 
Leo season. Get to rework and shit. <laughs> oh no, I'm done, I'm done. Stop, Acacia, I'm done, okay, fucking done. <laughs> <laughs>